This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host Shay here with me. How you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. And we bring you guys another Sunday sermons mm-hmm. from Pastor Darius of the Change Church. And we are into a new season called Womanology. Womanology. We just finished Manology and it was great. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to celebrate and get a little understanding and breakdown of our women. And today we had a woman pastor as well, so that was great, and she brought the fire, y'all. Yeah. So I advise y'all to go listen and hear her presentation of this word. And I titled this morning's sermon, Womanology, and it came from Ecclesiastics 5 and 1, and she also talked from Hebrews 2 and 1. Okay. And I want to open it up by these two points in which she spoke of this morning. Women are more emotional than men. And she also said, God created man and woman in his image. Mm. Gotta break that down, y'all. So what what I'm gonna take this is, society done did it to us again. (laughs) And this time we're talking from the woman perspective. Standards, stigmas, we end up living by. I've talked that a lot. I was like, man, when did these standards and stigmas become our law? And we just start walking the walk. Okay, black man, y'all ain't nothing. Okay, I guess I ain't gonna be nothing in this world. When we start just mm-hmm. adapting to what was told to us or living towards or living to what was told to us. And she broke down this today. And I, it's always been these woman stereotypes that I know, but I just never heard a woman talk about it, how she talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so when she said women are, emotion, are more emotional than men, I've heard that my whole life. Women are emotional creatures. They they're nurturers. They this. They that. I fell into it too, y'all. So I ain't here to I ain't here to exempt myself. I'm here to be educated. So and I got a great woman here. I know she gonna dive into it. That's why I gotta get all mine out now. But I used to think that women are more emotional than men, just naturally. I thought y'all was just born emotional because of what I was told. And since being with you and beyond being with you, the women in my life, my mama, my aunties, grandmama. Uh, I saw some women staying strong. Mm -hmm. So even though I wanted to conform to the validation that the world was saying about women or the standard that the world was putting on women, I couldn't. But man, and it was crazy because you have to have understanding because my grandmama did the traditional woman type thing. So y'all got to stay with me. I seen her doing the traditional woman type things, but she wasn't living to the traditional woman standard. Though. Mm. Had to understand that. I didn't get it. But she cooked, she cleaned, she washed clothes. She had my granddaddy food ready every day, every morning. My granddaddy get up to go to work at five. She got that food and breakfast ready by four, four thirty, four fifteen, and it was standard. And I had the understanding of that's what a traditional woman is supposed to do. Now, that's what we coming down to. Who says they supposed to do it? If and or what? So that she broke down this morning. I don't know who y'all talking to, but y'all don't tell us what we do. We choose to do that and we are surpassed the understanding of the world. Mm. And basically what I just said then, she said, I do this because I know this makes my household 
function properly. I don't do this because the world said I had to do this. So how did you feel when she spoke this morning, babe? I loved it. I thought she just hit on so many good points from like a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, like when you talk about Grana and her doing those things, it's because she loves her husband mm -hmm. and she knows that that love is what fuels her to do those things for him, right? right? And so you're right. The traditional ideas we have where do the where do those come from? Right. Like, is that from society or is that from the word? Because the word says to love your family and to love others, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we think about roles that we do, if there's a role that might seem traditional, but it's but we're doing it out of love, uh -huh. then you're really following the word. Society might look at it and see like you're following something that seems traditional, but in fact, you're just following the word of loving those around you, and so loving your partner and doing what you need to to ensure that your home is built on like a firm foundation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think that. That's also what um, I take from that. And some of the things that she talked about today about women being emotional, I thought was so great because she was saying how, you know, despite being emotional, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit and not to be led by those emotions. Mm -hmm. Because being led by our emotions mean we may act out and act in response to how we feel in that moment. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that's the right thing to do, nor is it valid, you know, like, she was saying that Jesus left and left us with the Holy Spirit that resides within us because we can act better than what our emotions are making us feel in any given situation. Right. You just have to tap into that. But <clears throat> she broke it down like this. Like men get the understanding and articulation when we go through quote unquote emotional situations or react or act emotionally. It's passion. Mm -hmm. She gave a sports reference. Mm hmm let a man talk about his favorite sports team or he's watching his favorite sports team. She, was, she made the reference like, man, why did he miss that shot? What is wrong with him? That's crazy. So the man ain't emotional. He ain't emotional reactive. That's mm -hmm. just passion. He's mm -hmm. very passionate. Mm -hmm. Let a woman feel any kind of way about any kind of real situation. Not us. Like, man, I'm sorry. I ain't attacking us. But we talking about a team and stuff out of our control and entertaining type things. But when the women get real about experiences that they have to go through, it's like, why are you so emotional? Level three, you play Madden and this house is on fire. Man, I break, man, listen, if I had the money to buy multiple PS5s, I would have been, I, okay. I wish I had enough money to buy another house. I would have burnt my house down and, and, messing with Madden. I was like, man, this game is foul. Against me? Emotional, okay? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. all kind of emotion. But you probably label <laughs> that as passion. Uh, I'm watching a Korean Netflix show and I am in it. Or reality love TV. And I am crying out of the emotion that I feel for those that I'm watching. You walk past and say, are you crazy? Man, crying Ain't over, no way crying you over cry these fake people. Just like I'm crying over these fake people in the video game. You over here crying about fake you know? human relationships. What's wrong with you? So even in our day-to-day, -day, we can see how we label... Two emotional reactions very differently when it's a man and a woman. Beyond that, after you just broke that down, it's crazy how I turn a blind eye. I'm emotional about a video game. I mean. To the point, like I said, boy, if I catch one of these boys in the street, I kill them. Oh, <laughs> God just gave you revelation. Man, and God was like, boy, thing. you can't even have fun properly. <laughs> and you up there watching a real reality show that really got understanding, and it's kind of heartfelt. And mm -hmm. I come up there, man, look at you. Literally. Cry. And it's a great plot or somebody, a real person, not a video game, a real person is going through a lot and I'm just feeling for them. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's what's so great about her unpacking. Yeah. That when you look at two emotions on like two different genders, really, Man, it's a whole we different label it totally different. That's tough. You know? And at the end of the day, the reality in both of those that we just need to not be led by our emotions. Right. And you know? she broke that down by saying 
uh, she spoke of like the world made women emotionalized. Mm. Like everything tied to a woman and emotion, mm -hmm. we we no longer thought y'all were capable of having control. Yeah, or being so, rational. Yeah, 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 or being rational. That's what she said. She said mm -hmm. women are always called irrational whenever they get serious or show emotion. But everybody else, which everybody else is men, I'm sorry, y'all, get uh, biases like passion or and it's an exemption. Yeah. Women don't get the exemption. They got to, okay, be criticized. Okay, what's wrong with you now? What do you need now? It's like always like <laughs> y'all are bothering somebody, but then when it comes to a man doing it, you got to be the consoler also, but you don't get consoled ever. Mm -hmm. It's always like, you're doing a lot again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she was like, women have been um, emotionalized because anytime a woman shows emotion, we deflect the se severity of it. Yeah. And I think that's the importance of not living culture's way. Mm -hmm. Right. And why we want to live the kingdom's way and why we want to apply everything in our lives to the word, because right. that's why she was saying God made men and women in his image. Mm -hmm. He made us both in his image, right? So it isn't, we aren't meant to, of course there are dif differentiations and we're not exactly the same, yeah. but both are in his image for a reason. Right. So I think that's the important part too, that when we start to, instead of labeling someone's reaction to something, one thing and labeling the same reaction, something different, we just gotta be mindful that, you know, we are more alike than we like to think. Right. And that's important to keep in mind and not adopt the, ways of culture and what she said is to let go of things that held us captive to really living in the holy spirit mm. you know so being mindful of the things that we may have adopted from the way we were brought up the people that are around us anything from culture really and to always apply it up against the word do you have anything of relevance that you can talk about right now that you felt captive from that you learned through the world through experience like you you went out like for example me i realized in the south Alabama, Southern State specifically, you get resonated more masculine if you play physical sports. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to flex with you. Mm -hmm. I play baseball and all that. People like, oh, look at Jonathan. But then those other little kids like, wait, little poo-poo. That boy ain't cold. I was like, hey, they weren't talking, <laughs> were talking about me like that. It's a different energy. So when I got out there and I showed that, now I got that. Oh, that's little, that's little general. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, he do that now. Baseball didn't get me that reaction. I come out there in football, I get me the, okay, yeah, this is some, some man stuff. I feel like doing some man stuff out here, but why? Why did I feel like that was more celebrated and I wanted that? Because, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm trying to ask you, like, was it something that you learned in the world that taught you a stigma about being a woman? Because that taught me about being a man right there. If you do something physical, you cool. If you ain't doing something physical... Until you do something physical, we, we don't know how to label you. We don't know how to label you on the masculine pendulum. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's something specific about being a woman per se, but one thing that kind of was a revelation that I got this week, um, just in like my daily, uh, like listening to like my daily messages and stuff, mm -hmm. I finally get why the why God really wants to protect all of us, right? Not just women, but protect mm -hmm. all of us from certain experiences. And why is that? So I think I, when I speak to friends and talk about like love and relationships, mm -hmm. there's this notion of like, they need to be, they need a lot of experience, mm -hmm. right? And I, I think that experience is very good. I think exposure is very good. Mm -hmm. But I think the depths that we dabble into that experience, the extent that we go in to uh, feel like we've gained some experience, about I think sometimes we go a little too far, okay. right? I understand why God says things about, you know, waiting until you get married, waiting until you find your husband, things of that nature. So I think we overexpose ourselves 
to people that are not spiritually where even they are because everyone's on their own journey oh, and we carry some of that with us that God never intended for us to carry. Yeah, so we, we get some scars too early. God was like, Way Man, too early. You didn't you ain't even built up a tough enough skin to even endure that scar. So it cut a little bit deeper Deep. than it was supposed to. Thank I'm with you. you, right? I'm with you and right. I think there's this thing of assuming that we have to learn what love is through the opposite sex or through romance. Mm. And that we can't learn what love is through reading the word of God. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Like I recognize that God work in our relationship divine pairing but damn i have to go through a lot to get here but listen even what you hitting on right now me coming up so i, I can only imagine for a woman i didn't think i could love or feel those emotions until i had sex <laughs> but i know i love my mama i know i love people in my family so i know what love is without having to be intimate intimate but when it came to relational a partner i wanted to be with i said i can't love nobody until i physically touched them which actually makes no sense <laughs> But look at the world we live in. And that that's is, what I'm saying. Ooh, it's the stuff about booming. the world. Lust is booming. Come on. It's the stuff about the world that we have normalized mm -hmm. that I don't actually think is normal. Yeah. And, I, and it really hit me this week when I just sit back and, you know, pray and just think about what God's trying to do with me and the things that I think God is trying to, just the, the things that I've been exposed to before. Like, mm -hmm. I'm in such a better place and I'm so thankful and I see God's work every single day now. Mm -hmm. But damn, sometimes I'm like, had I just known this, like the pastor said today, she said, I would have been so much further along had I known this much sooner. Do you and, know what I mean? And she ain't knocking where she at, y'all. No, gotta, not at all. Y'all got to get where she was coming from. She's mm -hmm. like, I am not disappointed or regressed at where, I'm, where I am today. I just know wholeheartedly the setbacks I took. I shouldn't have even been in that situation. That's it. And so I just, I feel like for women and men, but women, because I can relate more, mm -hmm. what we think we get being loved by just any man, I think we underestimate how much more filling and fulfilling it'd be to be just understand that God loves us Ooh. and the love that God has for us and how he sees us as opposed to wanting men to see us how we think that what's desirable to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because then when you're with the right person, the level of desire runs so much deeper than what we think is intimacy because it mm -hmm. probably ain't. Mm -hmm. And what we look like because that is going to change as you, you know, grow older, have children, all this stuff. I just feel like society's kind of messes up. 100%. And on the realm of what you're talking about, she spoke on, um, and I want to, and this was what I wrote down, and I want to elaborate on this. When trusting God takes longer than we expect. Mm. We feel more comfortable reverting back to what we know rather than sticking to a faithful plan, mm. a, a faithful process. Come on. And then I tag God's promise to that. And the reason we pray is because we came to the understanding that we can no longer control what we thought we could control or handle whatever we felt like we can handle. Mm -hmm. And I need to pray about it and let God intervene and put his works into play. Mm -hmm. When she said this, the faithful process part get got me and that's what everything you're saying and i always tell you um, and i don't know if you remember but I, I say it all the time you taught me how to treat you women lost that my grandma my grandmama my mama and my aunties i, I just seen it they all still married but it's i gotta break it down a little deeper. I'm trying to be like, how? Why? I know it ain't pretty. I'm, I've been in my mom and dad life uh, the whole process, so I didn't even get some of the stuff. I was like, why y'all even stick together if it's like this? But I, that's the faithful process. Mm. We weren't always going to be perfect for, 
for each other at all times and spaces and places, but we were always good for each other because we were both sent to teach each other. Going back to the reference of God created man and woman in his image. God didn't create woman for man. God created man and woman to understand partnership is the only way you were going to ever succeed in this realm. Mm. But hierarchy and stuff in our reality of the world we live in, men just dominate and say, hey, our word is bond. And the world operates on masculine laws and everything that goes into men. Mm -hmm. So reverting back to what I'm talking about, the faithful process, you taught me how to treat you. You ain't the first girl I ever met that swept me off my feet, but you did something different than what made me transition to, okay, I'm about to hold on to that. I'm about to secure that. That's not going anywhere. It may, I made you priority and I made you something of significance. And it goes back to we feel comfortable reverting back to what we know rather than sticking to the faithful process. I do it time and time again, but I'm a man and we done broke this down a lot. Man, men get options that women don't get because of just situations and circumstance. Sure. I'm going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And a man can be in the same situation and circumstance as a woman, but don't get the same reciprocation. He can still have a chance in certain areas and rounds where a woman loses the opportunity just because of her situation or circumstance. Mm -hmm. So when you endure pain and bad relationships, I endure pain and bad relationships, but when you came to me, you came to me like you had never had a scratch on you. Mm -hmm. When I came to you, uh, sorry, man, I got to be real. I came with everything and I laid it in your lap. Listen, <laughs> I done been hurt. Bit, shot, stabbed. <laughs> Slapped two times in public. I'm embarrassed. I ain't the type of man I want to be, but I got potential. I brought everything to you. And all you brought to me is like, hey, and I've been through what I've been through, but it's something about you that I, I want to experience and I want to grow on. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. I just bought you a, I bought you a novel. <laughs> and said, listen, do you still want it? Cause I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to lay it all out right now. If it run you off, you, you weren't meant for me anyway. Like us men do not know how to handle so that's why a lot of men cheat and do what we do because we feel more comfortable reverting back to what we know rather than sticking to the faithful plan mm -hmm. we don't been hurt so long man listen this is taking too long to get real good mm. and it's and it's kind of wishy-washy i don't know if i'm good or bad it's too much to endure a faithful process of let me go on back and be what who i used to be come on and through that unpacking i just did i just wanted to Articulate on what you were saying, man. The, the woman has to show up a certain way. That's what she was saying this morning. It's certain processes and purposes that can't be fulfilled unless y'all show up a certain way. Mm -hmm. And whether men know it or not, because we vice versa, we do something in that sense. When a man shows up, a woman is unleashed a little bit. Mm -hmm. When women show up a certain way, they unleash men. And when you bumped into me, you unleashed a man that I was trying to bring out so hard. And you brought him out with ease. Just because of how you move. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about this and that statement, God created man and woman in his mm -hmm. image because that's the epitome of divine parent for me. For sure. No, I totally agree. And I think what you talked about too about the faithful process that she talked about is like regardless of being uncomfortable, you just stay in the process. Right. You don't step out of it. We don't drift away like she said, you mm -hmm. know, like you got to focus on the promise and not the process. And I think that really dawned, I mean, that's what she said was in Second Corinthians. And it's so much of what we struggle with in our day-to-day -day is written in the Bible for us to lean on. And it's written in the Word. Mm -hmm. And when she said, you got to know the Word to go up against the enemy, that's real. Because yeah. days where I'm not feeling like doing something as simple as working out, but I know that I have goals that I want. Mm -hmm. And God's like, we're going to do this together, but you got to do your part. It's not magic. 
I got to get up and do the work that I want to. And so in those moments where I, I'd rather stay in bed or I see you and I'm like, oh, I just want to stay. You know, I also got to focus on the fact that I might not like doing this right now, but the end result, though what God promised me at the other side of this is worth it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the abundance on the other side is worth it. I want to be a healthy vessel for our children and to carry our children. So every action is for the long game. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the part that's so important that we have to just remember that God has such good things in store for us. We play a part in that by showing up every single day. And we especially play a part in it showing up the days we don't feel like it. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. I want to lean into this pivotal point to throw down on the message when she talked about the part that was most significant to me. I didn't even write it down because I was too caught up in it. When she talked about how she was by her husband's side. Mm. While he was sick, no matter what doctors say, he might not get good. He might not do this and that. She kept her faith. She said, I stayed strong. And I told the devil that I am a woman of God. And I will take and keep everything that God has promised to me. And that is my husband. And we're going to walk this out. That's the way she articulated doing that. Took me back to us, man, in our first year. Ain't nobody ever going to understand that first year of our relationship. And it ain't meant for them to get and I'm forever indebted and I'm forever changed from that experience because, bro, I did not know how and why it played out so perfectly for me and why God continues to show up for me because I just told you in that time and space I didn't feel like I was worthy of blessings. He sent me this woman that has been a forever blessing and I pray I can continue to keep a forever blessing in my life because of the process. But long story short, <clears throat> our first year was crazy, bro. My first surgery, a pandemic, um, no job security for me. Like, it was a lot, was a lot. Bro, mm-hmm. for a young man to deal with that ain't even really. I'm standing 10 toes, but I ain't. At that moment, I wasn't 10 toes down. And beyond that, I'm still transparent. I was in between relationships. I didn't know what I wanted, but I knew what I wanted. And I felt like time was keeping me with this other person, but I just like, I couldn't deny real feelings. I was like, bro, but this woman here, I ain't never felt like this. And I gotta, I got to, man. And God never gave, gives me too many do it, Rosé's, or mm-hmm. like I knew it. I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I never second guess or look back to this day because that whole 2020 year was only going to work out if I did it how I did it. A thousand percent. And it's so interesting you say that because even thinking about that year, I know that there are moments where I was like, God, you put me here for a reason. Man. I'm a lean in. You know, like when I prayed about not knowing how things were going to be, how the surgery was going to go, how mm-hmm. tough that was, anything, I leaned in. When I said, God, I want to marry somebody who has a degree, just for me, that's something I want. You got your degree. And that's crazy because all this stuff you're talking, you manifested. Bro. I didn't have that when you came to me, but mm-hmm. you saw it through because mm-hmm. you saw the potential and you made potential reality. And that's what... That's what I'm breathtaking back by. I was like, bro, she saw the man she wanted, even when that man in the physical didn't have none of the tangible things or the untangible things that she was saying, but she knew that he was capable. Mm. And I don't even know how to explain that besides God. How did you know of my capabilities when I was in a time where I was ready to give up? Mm -hmm. That's God. That was me praying on it and saying, God, if this is the person that you want for me, I'm going to show up. Like Before things got serious and me saying... God put on my heart, he's uncomfortable with the surgery, take him to the, the appointment. You know, that was all God telling me how to move and when to move and me just being faithful, mm-hmm. me just obeying his word, you know, and a moment where you would get hot about something, I said, God, I can't deal with that. 
I don't want that. Mm. I don't want somebody who gets so hot and says things. I don't. And to see the shift, it it got it. It has to be God. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, and it's so beautiful because even the things that I thought that I wanted for me, mm-hmm. in the sense of you know, you to, my partner to have a degree, my partner to be a protector, which you are, and then some, but not to be too aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those things that I was praying for, God not only had it manifest for you. And it benefited me, but it ultimately benefited you. Right. It ultimately made you a better man. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all, it ultimately, that was the thing about God's promises for real. And that's really being aware of how real that is. If you partner up with God. When there was a moment where I didn't know about somebody you were friends with or somebody mm-hmm. who, you know, I was like, Lord, this bothers me. And I didn't, I wasn't acting the right way all the time. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point where I was like, God, I'm leaving this in your hands because I can't. I don't like who I'm becoming. This feels like the devil's trying to laugh at me and play games with me. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving this in your hands. And it didn't happen right away. But when I showed God how faithful I was, because what she said today, God goes where the faith is at. When I showed God how faithful I was with the people that I knew you were meant to be around, the people who I was worried about, they're not even a concern today. 100%. You know what I mean? Like the things that worry me aren't even the same today. Like that's the beauty of God being in every single detail. And that's why we pray the way that we pray. 100%. And you just, you hit it on point. I just, I got to go back to it, man. You changed the way I walk, talk, and move. And I ain't even saying that in no, I ain't even trying to overly boost you. I'm just saying in the simplest sense that I don't think I would have made these strides without it. And the time and God sent you into my life is just so... You asked for it. Yeah, and, and and you took the words out of my mouth. He answered in a way that I said, bro, I need X, Y, Z. I remember I told you, I said, I need a sign, God. Mm-hmm. Hit me in the face with it. I don't care. Knock a tooth out, but I got, I need a sign. Mm-hmm. And when you came in, bro, I could not move how I once moved, and I knew, bum, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is when adversity hits. That This adversity me and you went through, I'll take that nine times out of ten every day of my life mm-hmm. because that adversity paid. Mm-hmm. I went through some times where that adversity didn't pay. I'm scarred up from it. And I'm bitter from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm angry from it. And I want to be... I want to react off of it. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Because God was like, that won't get you what you're trying to get. And I, and that's what you broke down. He's like, God, I don't want that. Man, take it out of him. He took it out of him. Because <laughs> he said, you ain't ruining this because you you asked me for it too, too diligently. Mm-hmm. You asked for it too wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I why I had to put that wholeheartedly in there? Because I was asking for some stuff to keep me in and sustain me in that one wholehearted. I just I just didn't want the feeling to go away. And God was like, that's not how you're supposed to live. Come on. We ain't living off feelings. We living off the real. Ooh. If you ain't serving no purpose, get out of there. Come on. You just said a word. <laughs> but that's the realest thing. And I think that's, that's the part about, like I said, partnership with God. My bad. I just drunk out an empty cup, y'all. My <laughs> he really did. <laughs> I got he excited. got so <laughs> I got excited. I thought it was something in there. You got me. <laughs> I thought it was something that we saw. Apologize. No, but that's a real thing, partnering with God. And I just, I even sit back sometimes, and I know how much God's brought us through and how much he's already done. Mm-hmm. And I am so aware of there's so much more to come. 100%. I'm so aware that we have only seen like a fraction of what God's really going to do. You mm. know what I mean? And I just know that it's going to manifest in our families. It's going to manifest in our children. It's going to manifest in our legacy. Like I'm so 
aware of that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the next step is going to be or how it's all going to pivot and move, but I have so much faith in God. And I'm so excited just because my 30th coming up in two, two weeks, bro. And up until these last couple of years, I wasn't excited about much. Wasn't passionate about much. Wasn't purposeful about anything. I didn't really care about purpose. I was just walking the walk. And one day I was going to stop walking. And I was like, why do you want to live that life? Why are you narrating a life like that? Mm -hmm. And you came in and you just made me find fulfillment and things that I was just overlooking. And I was just walking through routinely suffering when it wasn't a suffering situation. Like mm -hmm. you tell me all the time. You can be happy. People can do stuff for you. You can be celebrated. You ain't got to be bitter when we passed Darius' birthday last Sunday. Mm -hmm. We was like, bro, y'all just don't know how to be celebrated. Y'all just got to toot your nose up. So y'all just can't be loved. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I had just reached a point. I just didn't have it in me no more. I took losses. People I can't get back, reconcile, uh, did things. I was just tired, man. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you get the tired, as God sends you that pivotal moment to reassure you that you all right if you believe. And that's what she was saying today. Mm -hmm. She was like, I didn't know about my husband's situation. But I knew I was I was going to believe until, until it became reality. Come on. And the only way you get your reality is that you continue to believe faithfully and wholeheartedly through it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I'm going back to the wholehearted thing. I was wholehearted when I asked for you. Mm -hmm. And I felt different. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, the other previous times, I just wasn't all there. I just didn't want the feelings to leave because I know when the feelings left, I wasn't strong enough to shake back. This time I said, like, hey Lord, you can send me through the ringer with her. I ain't gonna mess it up, I promise you. And he sent the storms and the devil came knocking and he sent big blows. He was like, you ain't gonna mess it up and to send this to you. I know you tempted by this, who? <laughs> I had to be different, man. And once I conquered those, I started to see that man that I was always talking about. And then I go back to why you stuck with me through our first year how you got me to those, to that man that you articulated to God that you wanted. He was like, oh, he here. He ain't him right now, but he'll be him once once we get this process rolling, once I get this divine parent going, and once I done blessed y'all with a couple of things, mm -hmm. if y'all make it there. Come on. And I said, I'm gonna make it. You said I was gonna make it. And that's what I couldn't have predicted. Long story short, I couldn't have predicted God putting things that weren't on you, on you, and you handling them. Mm. And that I'm, I'm just appreciative. Uh, I appreciate that and very appreciative of, like I said, divine parent and ba basically your faithful process and you sticking to it. And me just, I don't know if, if it, I think it was um, divine, but even if it wasn't divine, even if it was random, I'm glad you randomly got me. <laughs> me too, babe. Man, that's all I got, man. I think that's all I got too. Womanology. We on a journey. Appreciate the guest pastor this morning. I love the message. Looking for more. Take it and run with it. Baby, I love you. I love you too. I'm finna turn 30, get ready. Podcast on the way. Long time coming, but it's very fulfilling because it was a time where I ain't know, and I ain't trying to dampen the mood or be down, but 30 wasn't even in the process. I was going day by day. Mm -hmm. So it's a milestone. We're going to celebrate. I'm going to remember the ones that was with me that ain't with me, the ones that still here, and we gonna fellowship and bond, and I'm gonna bask in the milestone of just living life. You made it, by the grace of God, be happy, be blessed, because 
In this world, you don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to, to yourself. yourself. God bless y'all. Have a blessed day.